Welcome to the SCV Birth Center podcast. I am Renee, the midwife, here to help you through the roller coaster of pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. I hope you enjoy this next episode. If you have any questions or topic ideas, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook at m.me backslash SCV Birth Center. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. My name is Kava Bencion, and I've been a midwife for almost 20 years, and I'm new here at the Santa Clarita Valley Birth Center. So I want to take just a minute to introduce myself, and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a very common issue in pregnancy, which is nausea and vomiting in the first trimester, often called morning sickness. Okay, so um, I just got here, actually. I just moved back to the United States after 13 years abroad. Um, my husband and four children and I were all living in Israel together where I was the midwife and doula for my community, a little village on a mountaintop in the north. A very beautiful um, and very special place. So now I'm here. I've returned to my roots. I grew up in Southern California, so we're just getting, I'm getting my bearings. Anyway, I was asked to do this Midwife Monday and um, I have a special topic that I really want to share with you because it is such a huge topic and it affects so many women and even women who have a normal, pre a normal pregnancy, very healthy, often feel um, the first signs of pregnancy often are nausea and maybe vomiting. So um, even, if, you know, even if you're not experiencing this right now, it would be very, very worthwhile for you to listen and maybe share this knowledge with a friend or a family member who's experiencing this and keep it in mind for when and if you become pregnant because it's a very, very important and you can help yourself not feel um, you know, overwhelmed by this really uncomfortable feeling if you start early, okay? So the key is if you know that you're thinking about getting pregnant, I really advise you to take good, good, um, be aware of how much protein and how, much, how many good, healthy, complex carbs you're eating. And I would encourage you as you're getting ready to become pregnant to eat regular meals if you're one of those people who doesn't eat until, you know, you wake up in the morning, you have some coffee, and then you don't eat until, you know, 12 in the afternoon, 12, 12 midday, that's not a good and healthy habit to have, especially as you're looking forward to becoming pregnant. So start forcing yourself to get some protein and carbs in the morning, um, have a snack, have a midday meal, have an afternoon snack. It sounds like a lot of food, but it's really just about reducing the amount you eat and um, increasing the regularity. So as you be, as, when you find out that you're pregnant or in the beginning of your pregnancy, you're gonna wanna eat uh, a protein and a carbohydrate regularly. Like I would say one and a half to two hours, maximum amount of time between, okay? Why, why a carbohydrate and a protein? What's, what's going on there? What's the deal? So basically what happens is in response to the pregnancy hormones, your blood sugar goes crazy. It's like magic mountain, okay? I hope you all can relate. Um, I'm now I'm driving up and down the freeway and seeing Magic Mountain, so it's a great um, metaphor for all kinds of things, but blood sugar, okay? So you're, you eat a sugar, and it's like, whoa, what's that one that, whatever, the name of the, picture the ride where you go really, really high, okay? And then your blood sugar starts to crash, and you're like, no! Okay, so that's what your body is doing in pregnancy. What you can do is at the top of the, at the top, like right before you get to the top, if you eat a protein, or you eat the carb and that brings you up, right? And you eat the protein and you're up and it's like baby roller coaster, like wee. And then you get another protein, another carb and you go up a little bit and you, you never do that crash. The crash is when you feel the worst, okay?
okay? And it happens to a lot of people anyway. They have something called hypoglycemia. Um, I have a close friend with it and they get terribly ill and um, my friend looks at me and says, I need to eat and I know that he's serious, okay? So in this case, what you're going to feel is you won't feel hungry, you're going to feel sick. Sick essentially is hungry, too far gone, okay? So if, you're, if you eat at, if you eat at, you know, let's say you eat at 1 o'clock, by 2 o'clock, 2.30, you should already know what you're eating, know what you're going to eat, and have it planned out, and by 2.30, you should be starting to eat it. It doesn't mean you feel hungry, it just means, ah, time for my feeding, like your baby, okay? So you, 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 eat the, you eat the protein and the carb, and what I mean by that is it could be an egg and some toast. It could be a peanut butter and an apple. It could be, you know, carrot sticks and hini or hummus. We call it hummus, so I'm going to have to get used to saying things with an American accent. So tahini and hummus versus trina and hummus, which is kind of a funny thing, um, switching from the Hebrew. So anyway, so those things are good proteins. If you're into eating chicken or beef or fish, those are also really incredibly, you, um, you can, uh, your body knows what to do with animal protein, but some, some people don't eat animal protein, so, or it's very um, hard to eat animal protein in the beginning of pregnancy. But anything that you can eat that's protein combined with carbohydrates is gonna stabilize your blood sugar and hopefully prevent you from feeling so ill. Um, and those, that's the basis of my pregnancy, my, my first trimester pregnancy advice. Um, it doesn't cure your, you know, your, your pregnancy nausea, but if you can stay on top of it, it's likely to resolve by 11 or 12 weeks, um, rather than going on to the second trimester. In the first trimester, and this is really true in the last five to 10 years, is a lot of women say to me, oh, Hava, I'm, I have terrible hyperemesis. Hyperemesis gravidarum, or HG for short, is basically nausea and vomiting that's like uncontrolled, it's unchecked. And maybe it's not always vomiting, but the woman can't eat, she feels too sick to function, she's in bed, it's really disruptive, it's devastating for the family, um, and it's really sad, and often she needs to resort to, to pharmaceutical medication just to get through the day and maybe eat something, and she might need an IV. That's a serious case, and it's very threatening, it's very dangerous. Um, but in my experience, what happens is if a woman starts off her pregnancy and she feels so nauseated and she feels so sick and she doesn't do what I'm describing here, which is the eating regular, eating protein and carbs at regular intervals because she just feels too sick and too weak and she's too depleted, what happens is it, it spirals. It, 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 um, you know, it, it spirals out of control in that she suddenly feels too sick to function, whereas if she would have gone ahead and just done her due diligence and eaten well and done the best she could and kind of almost like forced herself to eat, I tell women, um, you know how when you're trying to have your child take a medication and they're like, no, I don't want to, it doesn't taste good, it's yucky, and you're like, kid, this is what you have to do. This is your medication that's gonna help you feel better. This is your vitamins or whatever you're trying to give your child. Apply that same reasoning to yourself. This is your medicine, okay? So you may not want to eat the chicken salad and you, or you may not want to eat whatever it is that you're trying to feed yourself, like a little piece of salmon or, um, you know, I'm just saying like the, the, the hard-boiled egg dipped in a little bit of sea salt. You may not want to eat it, but it's your medicine. So if you picture it as, okay, this is what I'm doing for my baby, this is what I'm doing um, for myself, for my body to feel better, it's sometimes a little bit easier to, don't expect to like it, you know? And that feeling of, oh, I, I'm so hungry, I could eat, and then the food comes and it smells so good, that's over. You're not going to feel that for a long time. So don't expect to feel hungry and don't expect to, you don't even have to enjoy the food, which is 
just one of the, you know, <laughs> the drawbacks of, of being pregnant sometimes. But it'll come back. It'll come back. So um, anyway, so not that anyone with hyperemesis can cure their hyper hyperemesis through eating, but a lot of the cases of hyperemesis can be um, brought back from, you know, from the edge with, early, with, with addressing it early in pregnancy. So try that. And if you have any questions, you can always call us here at the, at the birth center. And I wanted to mention that there, um, we will do an introduction of myself and another new midwife and Renee, we'll, we'll, we'll meet together, we'll be on camera, and you'll be able to meet us. And I don't know, maybe we'll make it interactive, you can ask us questions. Either way, you'll hear a lot more about my background and who I am and where I came from and what I'm all about and my philosophy, as well as the, the other new midwife who's joining us here, amazing woman, and Renee, and we'll, it'll be lots of fun. So that's coming up, so just watch for that. And until then, I wish you a great day and feel good and be healthy and call us with any questions. Bye. Thank you for listening to our episode today. If you want to learn more about the SCB Birth Center and our other resources, be sure to check out our website at scvbirthcenter.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Your kind words and sharing means the world to us.